The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comedy Zone Podcast. You could probably hear the excitement in my voice right now <laughs> because of where I am, who I'm with, and what we're doing. It sounds uh, so different, Jason. It does it? But yeah. Why it I can different? even tell just from here. <laughs> I haven't even heard the file yet, and I can just tell. Uh, I'm Jason Allen King. I'm your host. I've been doing this for a couple years now. Um, I would say we're almost into four four years. Am I four years in? Probably between. Three? Yeah, I would think so because. Well, yeah, it's gotta uh, be three. It's gotta be three, actually. I it may be more than that. Maybe more. Yeah. I, time time has no meaning anymore. So, yeah, like, time doesn't agree. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited that this is the the very special seventh anniversary special. Did I say special twice? It's the special seventh anniversary the special. Special anniversary That's, special we have a title. of the Comedy Zone <laughs> podcast. Uh, today, this is this is the, it's amazing. I'm I, I'm I can't, couldn't be more thrilled to be a part of uh, of this podcast and with the great and all powerful man behind the curtain, Brian Baltashevich. <laughs> Balto, uh, we are actually right now. We're like we're we're on. Um, we're on location. We are on location. We're on location yeah. at your home. My house, the backyard. We're, we're in the backyard. The I'm back looking 40. at the egg, smoking right now. Yes. We're gonna have. We're having a celebration. He, he literally, he is uh, uh, spicing some. Uh, looks like cucumbers. Uh, this is a zucchini. Zucchini. Yep. I don't know vegetables. <laughs> I almost said fruits. Uh, you can also hear this. That's that's a can of beer. So I don't know if this is against some rules or something. It is not. I'm, I'm drinking a BL smoothie right now, and uh, also we've we've been uh, snacking on uh, on these smoked almonds that the Baltashevits have uh, worked tirelessly on. They're they're developing a a smoked almond recipe. They've got uh, their spice and olive oil, and he's smoking some. It's, I'm going to let him tell tell you about it. I just want to set the scene here. Yeah. It's like the Super Bowl, where they want to, you know, explain what's happening that's, in the evening. Right. It's, a, it's a it's a super comfortable 82 degrees right now. I'm looking out over the yard where they have a big garden here. They've got a chicken coop with a bunch of chickens in it. We do, we do not have chickens. There's none in there. Okay. No, there are none. There are no chickens. One chickens of these days. Are, one Very difficult, from what I understand. <laughs> and they also just sort of randomly die. They randomly die. That, you yeah. said that before. Which I, I, I feel like you're killing chickens. I somehow. cannot have that on my conscience. All right. <laughs> we have we have wild, formerly domesticated bunnies in the neighborhood hopping around over there. We've got dogs who are just staring at a squirrel <laughs> up in a tree. The squirrel's mocking them. The dog is literally sitting there perfectly still. Uh, it's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful time to, to celebrate uh, w- one of the the to me it, it's, it's something I have totally enjoyed doing. It's made me work on a skill and something that I didn't know how much I wanted to do it, yeah. and that is working on podcasts and 
interviewing people and getting to know people sort of in, a, in that capacity. And it's all thanks to you, my friend. Oh, well, no, it, it, it's you were, it was a no-brainer to ask you to get involved that, that when the time came and, and, and the circumstances uh, presented themselves. And we said, well, who do we reach out to? There was nobody else that I wanted to reach out to. There was nobody else. <laughs> there, <laughs> there was nobody just else. nobody else that I was, happened to be in the hallway. That I wanted to reach out to. That, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's really, I mean, you know, when you think about, you know, where with this podcast, the seventh anniversary now, if you figure 52 weeks a year, roughly a new show every week-ish, we, mm-hmm. they had better stretches of, than others uh, in being super consistent. But yeah. So let's say 50 new shows a year um, times seven, Oof. 300, we're probably close to 400 shows. That's um, you know, and we've talked with, you know, our first guest on the on the show was Bob Saget. Bob Saget, yeah. We've talked to Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. We, we, God rest both of their souls. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the jokes are there, <laughs> yeah. and we have to make them because they would have appreciated yeah, that. Yeah. So if you come on this show, there's like a 20% chance you die after you do it, I think, right? <laughs> I was actually thinking that this morning. So Saget, uh, Gottfried, uh, Barry Crimmins passed away not long oh, after yeah, you yeah. on the show. Okay. Um, there's a decent chance that... that yeah. That so we're, we're looking for guests, is what we're saying. We're looking <laughs> for guests. If you have anybody you would like to have on the show. Ah, that's great. We're going to get a lot, a lot yeah. of mother-in-law calls. Be like, she's funny. You should have her up. It's terrible. Yeah, the, it's, it's, been, uh, uh, it's been amazing to watch the uh, sort of the, the changes, right? We're like MASH. Right, exactly. Characters come and go, but it still, I think, it yeah. maintains the quality that, that y'all had started years and years ago, so... Yeah, it means a lot to be doing this. And uh, like I said, I wish I was more consistent. And, and it, that, to me, seeing how much work goes into getting, getting guests, yeah. just ha- having you know, the time and, and scheduling it out with, with you guys, and you literally are a different human from when you started. Oh, I mean, gosh, think about yes. what you were doing then. I had, a, I had a full-time gig in television at the time. <laughs> there we were, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah, right. Why go um, television? Yeah, and and, and uh, um, I mean, all of it, you know, you were still fairly new to comedy mm-hmm. at the time when we launched the show, right? But I, I'm, and, I'm like I'm like a year in at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're a you know a grizzled old bitter veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop you when you when I think you're lying. Uh, yeah, just a, it's a, it's a different world, really, to think about. Yeah, to think about it. Yeah, and 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 at the time, so 2015. Was when we launched the show, uh, May 26th, I believe, 20. Man, your memory is that's impressive. Like <laughs> to have that date in there is. To, honestly, it's probably it's it may be it may have been the 28th. It, <laughs> it may not <laughs> be the 26th. Just but um, we were. I mean, the Comedy Zone was literally the first comedy club in the country to have its own podcast. And, wow. And you know, it was easy at the time to get the headliners when they came through because it was new, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. this is cool." And we had a little studio off the showroom, and right. Everyone was like, "Man, this is really cool. I love that you know you guys are doing this." Now every club in the country has got its own right. podcast, and we can't get any headliners to come on. <laughs> that's right. So that's how it's changed. <laughs> this was, yeah, that was something that I mean, it's what's I mean, I don't I don't think it's airing dirty laundry or anything, but I do think that is that has gone from from being something that was an active part of the show and getting headliners here who were coming through to that being an almost non non-existent yeah. thing where where I, I, there's a lot about it that I find fun and interesting is to get people that I've worked with who I know are good and who may not be the most well-known, but who are people I love to have yeah. on the show. But it started with, you know, ama- these, these amazing people. And like you said, podcasting has changed and yeah. 
significantly in that amount of time as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, literally own a network right now. So yeah. And in terms of, you know, I mean, uh, it's graduated from sort of being, you know, oh, he's a dork with a podcast to <laughs> a, a, you know, a legitimate form of mass media. Yeah. I mean, the, the, with the, a lot it, of dorks on it. Right, right. With a bunch of, <laughs> a lot of full mother's basements. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's got, I mean, it, it, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a it's a billion dollar industry yeah. you now. Spotify is pouring, you know, parking truckfuls of money in front of podcasters' houses, and not my house. Right. But, <laughs> uh, well, it, I think it, of it, it like: uh, is there has there been anything as significant of this new media since what? I mean, I mean TV. Right? I mean, I think of like TV, yes. radio, yeah. it, like streaming. I don't know if that counts, but it's like this is certainly in the conversation of. The significance on the culture now is... is I think bad. so, yeah. I mean, it, it, if you, you know, to your point, there had not been, you know, a major shift in the way people consume media for mm-hmm. several decades, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. You know, and then in the digital age, it came along, and then, you know, and the newspapers kind of felt the brunt of that because yeah. they thought people would, would always want to read newspapers. And... <laughs> and and then radio saw what was happening in the newspapers and laughed and said, "Well, people will always want to listen to the radio, and then not maybe not so much." And now it's happening to television, right. yeah, <laughs> because they thought, "Well, <laughs> look what's happening to radio. People will always need television." <laughs> no, you know, not yeah. so much. And, television and, and, is different now. Yeah, um, if you don't have you know an eye on kind of what's next, and that includes us at in, in podcasting. You know, I, I we're still fairly new. I mean, even though I've been doing this for twenty years, but. Uh, it's still, as a, as a as a you know as a form of mass media, it's still somewhat new. But you know, I still have to kind of keep an eye on what's next. Is it sure? Is it you know, what's going to be the most popular? You know, I'm hearing a lot of talk now about scripted drama mm-hmm. in podcast form. Sure. So we're going. You got it coming. You know, in a certain sense, we're kind of going backwards now. We're going back into radio. Yeah, theater. now it feels like early radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the more we move forward, the more we. Yeah, take two steps backwards. Who? Nobody would have guessed that podcasting. I, I say nobody, but you know what I mean. Just for the the, the drama of it, no one would have yeah. guessed that people wanted just to hear talk radio. Yeah. You know, I remember I had you know my my brother in law you know geez, long long time ago, thirty years ago, loved listening to talk radio, mm-hmm. and I th- I found it to be just sort of like oh like I know older people do that. But he wasn't older, yeah. you know. Yeah. He was like kind of. He was literally a guy in a band who was loved all. He would look for AM radio and then talk radio and stuff. And here we are. I was like, oh, that's weird. This this long later, everyone's seeking this. Everyone has their favorite podcast they listen yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Or has one. Yeah. Y- yeah. Um, or has their own. More than likely, has their own. <laughs> uh, the weird thing is, I heard this stat the other day that. Um, so there's like 2.25 million podcasts now listed on Apple. That's too many. But, however, nobody says there's too many books or there's too much music yeah, or there's fair. too many movies. You know what I mean? Well, so I walked right into that, didn't I? <laughs> Everybody always does. <laughs> That's actually part of when I talk to groups about yeah. podcasting, I always say that. And they say the same thing. That's too many podcasts. And I go, aha! <laughs> however. I got you. Got him. But the stat that I saw the other day said that... Um, only about 250,000 of those have released anything new in the last 90 days. Really? Which means there's a whole lot of just stuff just kind of floating out there. Now, some of those podcasts, and we've had 
and produce some of these ourselves for some clients, um, we're going to be limited run anyway. It's going to be eight episodes. That one percent. I'm be not a math guy. Two hundred fifty thousand to 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 two point five million. Ten percent. Ten percent. Okay. Ten percent. I'm really awful. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ten percent. That's am- that's amazing, right. though. So <laughs> people are going to make fun of me for having said that. <laughs> and you know what? Well, that's I didn't know okay. if it was ten percent or one percent either. But um, so. Um, in some of those podcasts, we're going to be eight episodes no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, so we did a podcast about um, a series about affordable housing here in Charlotte for uh, Foundation for the Carolinas. Uh, that was going to be eight episodes. Got we it. knew that it was scripted. Eight episodes got in, got out. Uh, that's all that was ever going to be. But more often than not, what happens is people get about four months into the run of their podcast and they realize how much work it is. They realize. Sure how much work it is to promote. Uh, they get frustrated at the, at the audience that they're getting mm-hmm. um, or the lack of audience that they're getting. And so then they, they miss an episode, and then it's easier to miss another episode. And then, sure, and then yeah. pretty soon it's been you know, another two months, and you haven't done anything. Right, right. And so a lot of that, uh, uh, they call that uh, pod fade. Gotcha. And so a lot of that, you know, 90% of podcasts that, that don't continue or that haven't produced anything in the last 90 days are the result of people starting a podcast and then just not wow. continuing it. Wow, that's, that's really, really interesting. You know, so don't be fooled into thinking that, you know, oh, there's so many. Now, those podcasts are still out there forever. Right. Um, if you search for a sports podcast, you're still going to get, you know, a million sports podcasts. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's not exactly the same as, you know, oh, there's 200 or, you know, um, 2.25 million. I'm like active podcasts. Yeah, that's that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm just still wrapping my head around it. But I will say, just my my humble opinion. I think arguably the hardest thing about about podcasting, and I'll, I'll even branch out and say about anything. Right. So I'm doing a lot more of these, you know, videos. Yeah. And, uh, trying to get content, and that could mean a, you know a 30 second video to a two minute video. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Is so difficult if you have all these other things that you need to be doing and that that are in life that are your job that right. are your you know other responsibilities to other people to God forbid you have children yeah God forbid <laughs> children <laughs> like that that to me I can imagine being the the you know the biggest sort of culprit yeah. of of getting in the way of Just time success yeah. and, and and people continuing to do them so well and people do think it's easy they think it's easy to be compelling they think sure. it's easy to produce a podcast or to create content consistently, you know, and the fact is, as you're experiencing now, as, you know, you're trying to do more video work and more TikToks and things like that, it's, it's a, just a ton of work. It's a ton of work. It it really is. And I, and honestly, if if it wasn't for, for you, for what you do, the team of producers that you have with you, uh, they certainly do, I think, deserve credit for oh gosh yeah. for how much they're helping me i can only imagine what they're doing for so many other podcasts yes. on the network that you know where i i'll call you out of blue and say hey I, I just can't do it today what you know what else you got what time do you have mm-hmm. and and y'all are just pros and you and you make it happen you know when it when it needs to happen so it's it's impressive i think i think that there, this should be a tribute to, to you and your team and making it as far as we have so think, yeah it, it, um a lot um, a lot of credit goes to the team, and and, and um, 
uh, what we started doing now is, is um, bringing in producers with uh, broadcast experience. Okay. Because they're, you know, they're getting a little bit burned out the last couple of years, you know, through the pandemic have been sure. extremely difficult on, on broadcasters. Um, I can only imagine. Anchors and reporters and producers and everybody have, you know, have had to kind of reinvent how they work. They were producing shows from home. They were anchoring shows from home. Right. Um, and and not for lack of things to talk about. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean that's a, right. that's a real deal. Like we need we need people talking about it. Yeah. And the, what's going on in the world? And the uh, the attitude of some people towards the media has sure has driven a lot of people away right. from media work. And so we welcome those people yeah. with um, open arms, and they they understand deadlines, they understand how to tell a story, they know what makes good TV, they know what makes good good audio content, mm-hmm. um, and they know how to work hard, you know. Right. And oh yeah, that for sure. And it doesn't, you know, what I always tell them is, I don't care if it gets done at three o'clock in the morning or you know whenever. If you need to take a day and go do something or a half day to go to the doctor or your kid breaks his arm or yeah. whatever, go do that. It doesn't, you know, we don't have set hours. You don't have to be in the office all the time. Right, right. You know, so we've had this ability to be super flexible, but also to give uh, broadcast professionals freedom they've never had before. Wow, yeah. You know, we still have deadlines, but we don't have 20 deadlines a day. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, you know, one deadline that might be three or four days from now. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's not not as uh, structured, I guess, Mm -hmm. as as what we're used to with TV. I mean, two things. One, it's funny to say... There's going to be a generation of kids who don't know what a TV is. Right, saying right. TV is, not, is going to sound odd. Yeah. Do you also think that podca- the success of podcasts, is there a correlation between the lack of confidence in media and now individuals going and telling stories and, and doing their own, their own work? And is, there something, is there something more, more authentic and more genuine about what they're doing on podcasts? Or? I think so. I think it's, uh, it's leveled the playing field. Mm-hmm. It's you know anybody can do it, yeah. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, you know, there's it, no it, it, pros and cons. Yeah, I mean there's still like we can all shoot video on our phones now. Yeah, but that innate ability to know how to tell a story, to know you know absolutely. <laughs> how often have we seen a video on TikTok or YouTube or? Twitter or whatever that was three minutes long that should have been a minute long. Yeah, you right. know it's that sort of internal editor that that knowledge what what's important and what isn't. Yeah, in the story <coughs> in the storytelling process that uh, separates the the I don't know how to put this without <laughs> sounding elitist, but that Dude, separates the the. I'll be an elitist for you, absolutely. I've been working in film for twenty years. Right. Yes. People on TikTok don't know what they're doing in comparison yes. from my experience to theirs. That doesn't mean yeah. they're not good at right. some. Some of them aren't good, but sure. I mean, I'm not even the the most skilled filmmaker by any stretch of the imagination, but I definitely will will play an elitist card here just because I've been doing it. Yeah, the good storytellers from the people who yeah. haven't gotten there yet. Right. You right. know, and it is a talent. It is an ability. How many times have you listened to someone tell a story and it just goes on and on and on yeah, and on right. and on? Right. You know, and then there's someone who knows how to tell a story that could tell that same story in a minute and a half. And it's fun. It's fun when you see someone. This is. I, I'm actually a, an advocate of of TikTok. I know there's negative things about it, but China, yeah. China, China being one. <laughs> yeah, China's got all my all my shit. Uh, no, is that is the is seeing talent 
that wasn't normally going to be right. going to be seen. I guess people are coming out of nowhere, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is this. Is a, where did this person come from? Had it not been for this time and place, maybe they wouldn't. We wouldn't know who they yeah. who they yeah. are and, and how funny they are and whatever that yeah. that niche is. But I also think, and this might be one of the negatives. I'm not sure yet. Is the audience is now being trained to like the TikTok sort of format, how that looks and feels. Yes. I mean, how they, we started to see commercials, you know, start to turn and look in, look like Instagram posts and things right. like that. And right. you see it all the time now, right? Mm-hmm. And now that now I think TikTok is going to be a, a you know a very very similar. What's thing. making our our attention spans even shorter? Yeah, that right. that to me is probably yeah. one of the bigger bigger problems. So I remember when we we look at low use Netflix as an example, the stand-ups. Yes. Uh, everyone was like, oh, we're giving all these people 30 minutes. Ah, do, do people have, and I heard other comics t- talk about this. This isn't necessarily an original idea, but I support it. Do people have the, the attention span for an hour, you know, stand-up special now? I'm not sure if they do. <laughs> I think, though, the counter-argument to that would be we have the ability to stop and start it. Sure. Which we Come didn't have before. You know, before, yeah. you had to sit down. You know, you had to sit through the commercials. You had to sit there and watch, you know, a full hour of, you know, some uh, Carrot Top's stand-up special, right? <laughs> you had to pick Carrot Top. <laughs> we should take a pause and just explain what you're doing. So we've got the, yeah. the hood of the, uh, the, the egg is up. Egg is we've up. We've got zucchini uh, looking <coughs> nice and uh, it's all, it's nice and brown on there. And we just put in some, uh, are those... Those are chunks of onion. Onion. I thought they were. Yep. I'm, I'm further away. You can't give me. Uh, it looks good, man. It smells good. I'm just going to tell here. people you don't know vegetables. <laughs> I know my vegetables. <laughs> you don't know I what vegetables. I didn't get the zucchini wrong, though. Um, so the one thing that I do that a lot of chefs will do, but a lot of uh, backyard barbecuers won't do, is put, uh, when you skewer vegetables or skewer meat or something, mm-hmm. everybody always wants, even like, you know, the skewers that you'll get at a, it's a giant bug. It is a, it's a, yeah. yeah, we should. We had an area. Yeah, there's a huge wasp that looked at me, said my name, and flew away. I was like, "What, what was that?" <laughs> Gave you the. Yeah, I'm watching the you. Two fingers. <laughs> um, um, we'll put everything, you know, the whole variety of vegetables and meat on one skewer, and then cook that, and yeah. then something burns, but mm-hmm. something then gets uncooked. So what you need to do with skewers, pro tip, is just the pro tip. Save. Uh, Put like vegetables, like meats on on one skewer. So one skewer that's yeah. just zucchini, one skewer that's just onions, one skewer that's just tomatoes, and then it all cooks evenly. One thing won't cook or burn. You over are giving you're, you're giving away just right. This is gold I, nuggets. I, here. I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't give this away for free. I know. But. Yeah, you should be getting paid for it. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, but yeah, it, smells it just great, so. helps things cook a little more evenly. That's fantastic. Well, seven years. You have a, you have highlights of, of seven years that you uh, can think of. I mean, I'm sure there's tons, but <clears throat> I mean, it's just. I mean, every time I um, I think of that, and I get asked that a lot. Of like, you know, what do I like about running the network? What do yeah. I like about podcasting? You know, as a as a full time job. I mean, we do other things too, but really, kind of podcasting pays the bills. Sure, and. Um, it's been the opportunity to work with people that I love and respect and, and yeah, yeah. who I'm friends with. So, um, Will Jacobs, Spencer Taylor, um, Sammy Joe Francis, who's one of my best friends in the world, yeah. yourself, right um, and 
and to get to meet people who then have become friends. So, sure. It, it, people like you know when <clears throat> uh, we always kind of like you know we tend to go back to Bob Saget, but like um, um, having had him on our first show and he remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then you know the next time he would come in, he was. A, he was such a sweet guy, which, you know, everybody will tell you, but he would walk it, you know, you would walk in the room to say hi to him or whatever, and he would remember your name. Hey, hi, hey, hi, even though it had been two or three years since he'd been there, and he spent maybe 20 minutes with us. Right. But he, you know, he remembered things, and and just, you know, to get to know people like that, you know, has really, um, and this really kind of spans across all the podcasts that we have, you know, it's, 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 Getting the opportunity to know people, to kind of get friendly with people, yeah, and just to work with people that I love—it's it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and that's that's the stuff that stays with you, right? Yeah, it's not the, you know, it's not the things you buy. It's the you know, it's the people you meet, the experiences you have. So yeah, that that makes perfect sense to me. And I've I've had the pleasure. That's a, that would be a very similar answer for me. Would be uh, there is a bunny, there is a a domestic slash wild bunny that has yeah, hopping I, into the yard. Pure domestic. Pure, are we sure? It doesn't have, look very fast for a bunny. I will say that. We uh, have these um, neighborhood bunnies. They're from, I think, the people across the street. So it's so sort of kitty corner from us. Neighborhood bunnies. It's really funny. It's a weird gang. It's a weird gang. <laughs> it's the worst gang name ever. <laughs> the neighborhood bunnies. Well, I would say one of, one of the things that I... One of the first uh, handful, I think, of times... I mean, I think it was pretty early on that I... Uh, I think Spencer couldn't make it or Sammy Joe couldn't make it. It had to be Sammy Joe. I think that's when I was yeah. really more involved. But Kyle Kinane yep. came in, Yeah. and he's one of my favorite comics. Mm-hmm. And this is, what, four years ago? Probably, yeah. Something like that. And uh, that was my first time meeting him, Yeah. and he was awesome, and I yeah. loved that the interview. And I got involved. I remember I wasn't sort of like, I was like, I had questions. I was like talking, you know. Yeah. And it was, uh, I remember that was one of the moments I was like, this is fun. I'm getting to meet <laughs> this guy. And he was super cool. Ended up working with him that weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was just here this past weekend. Yeah, and you were like hanging out and playing pinball with him. Hang- and hanging out with the guy. Like, yeah. I, I would uh, I would say, that, you know, at the very least, I'd say, like, work friends. Like, he's a, yeah. he's, he's a, a, a super cool, smart, funny. I know what his presentation is. He, he's a genuine guy, and I don't want to give too much away. I won't. Some of it I got to keep closer to my chest. But I'll say that he's definitely taking care of the people that he works with in more than one way. Yeah, yeah. He's sharing posts and, and pictures of uh, of all of us from the weekend. He's yeah. You know, talking about us when people ask. He's always pumping us up. He remembers our name from stage. So great. Yeah, I've got a, a number of new people following from Facebook, Instagram, nice. and that oh, as cool. a result of, of yeah. that. I mean, this guy has eighty thousand plus, uh, yeah. you know, followers on things. I mean, that to me is probably cost him nothing, Mm-mm. but a little bit of time and energy. Yeah, and he's very, very willing to do it. And and uh, yeah, I mean, he's certainly a, you know, one of my favorites before. But seeing seeing what he does and takes care of other people, that's what he said. He's like, yeah, pe- people have done it for me, so. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. And so. It, it's so it's um, it's satisfying when people at his level come through, mm-hmm. and they're just you know they're just good people. They're just you know yeah. they're fun to hang around. They get it. They don't think they're better than you. Right. They could. They would be per- perfectly justified in thinking they're better than you. 
in most cases, they probably are better than yeah. not you specifically. But well, how about this? Right? It's okay if they think that they're better than yeah. me because of their time and energy. It's acting whether or not they're better than somebody yeah. else is the thing that he, that's him as an example yeah. is did not would not do that. Yeah, he gave a lot of face to face time with other local comics who were hanging out around and and uh, yeah. that to me is just you know I see that and I'm like yep if I ever get the opportunity that's that's the yeah. guy. Yeah, that's, that's the attitude. That's the what I want to project to other people. Yeah, it's how you treat the staff. It's yeah. how you treat. It's, oh yeah, it's yeah. all of those things. It's all one hundred percent. Um, so this is good. What are we pulling off? We're pulling right, so, zucchini off. Yeah, we're pulling <laughs> pulling the zucchini off. Zucchini will take a little bit longer to cook than everything else. So I put the Look onions on second, and we're about to go mushrooms. This is mad. And then tomatoes. And I'm then, a, I didn't know you were this guy, by the way. <laughs> I mean it like this. Well, is, I don't tell everybody. You've got it. You've got it all. I'm I'm seeing some skill. This isn't the first time you've done this. Uh, oh, you, you wouldn't know if I was happening scared? at the moment, but there we go. There you go. Oh, um, you didn't want to touch the hot part. Yeah, and then after the break, not that we need to go to a break now. I don't want to go to necessarily a break now because we're having fun, and there's yeah, always two. But uh, we're doing smash burgers in the second segment. Smash so, yeah, burgers. So, um, oh, so those would be good. Yeah, because I want you to tell because I was unfamiliar with the smash burger as well. So, it's not that I never cook. I just don't ever cook. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I do. Just a very, a very little bit. I've got a couple things that I've done, and I do. And uh, that's about it. So, all right, mushrooms are on. Mushrooms are on. Cherry tomatoes will go last because those won't take more than a couple yep. minutes to cook. I love me some cherry tomatoes. And then for dessert, because I can hear people asking what's for yeah, dessert. Yeah, what's for dessert? Uh, we're going question. to grilled peaches. Grilled peaches, what I've never had. But is that a southern thing? Or am I... I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Find out. Uh, um, grilled peaches with a little bit of whipped cream and I think some mixed berries. I think mm. Tara's got, a, got something up her sleeve with it. Now we're talking. Um, now we're talking. All right. Well, I think everyone's going to be excited. Oh, look at that. The fire came up a little bit. Like, this is... Um, that's a good it's a shame. We'll have to take some pictures. Yes, that's a great idea. Well, let's start right now because that's a great spread right there. All right, <laughs> we're going to get the cameras out and take a picture. Let, let, let's, in fact, do take a break. Okay. Uh, this week at the Comedy Zone, the hysterical Ali Sadiq uh, is here. Go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule. He, if you haven't seen him, he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He's a very unique comedic voice uh, in the world right now. So check that out, and we'll be right back here at the Comedy Zone podcast. <laughs> There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.